When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed your long holiday weekend. It was lovely. lovely. Too quick. I did too quick. quick. I was actually, this morning I woke up, I was like, why didn't I just take these three days off? <laughs> And I'll tell you, they really, really do need to give you the fifth off if you work early in the morning. Because those fireworks go off to the wee-wee hours, the morning. How do they expect us to sleep and be well-rested enough to be functional at the office the next day? I don't know. They didn't seem as bad this year. They didn't seem as... Well, you're not living downtown anymore where it's combined with all the shots. Oh, yeah, there's that. fired. (laughs) Right. I noticed it though. A little quieter I, in Kenwood. Yeah. I put our kids to bed at like eight thirty. She was just exhausted because you know she's done everything from parades to pools to whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I put her to bed at eight thirty, and I lay down because I'm tired too. And it's like right at right when it gets dark. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So guess what? I just cranked up the sound machine a couple extra notches. There you go. There you go. Stick in your earplugs and. Pass out. Move on. Well, and the good news is, Fritchie, you got to skip your least favorite day of the week. I so know. it's already Wednesday. It's already hump day. Yes, I know. And I was looking at all the things we have going on this week. Tim and I are getting ready to head out here in a bit. Oh, Today yeah. It's the day. Listener appreciation, grand prize delivery. Oh, right. I oh, forgot that's about it fun. until I got here and saw the giant sign. Can you believe it's July 5th already? I know. So we got that going on. Plus, a Barney the Dinosaur movie for adults. Wait till you hear this. Plus, will Daniel Radcliffe return for the Harry Potter reboot? We've got a handful of things to get you caught up on this morning as we kick off your Wednesday show here at Cincinnati's Q102. That's all next. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. The Barney the Dinosaur movie? Barney the Dinosaur. For adults? Yes. So back in 2019, it was announced that Daniel Kaluuya, the guy from Get Out and Nope, is going to be producing a Barney movie. Oh. Well, we know a little bit more now, thanks to an executive at Mattel. He said it'll be surrealistic, like the work of Charlie Kaufman and Spike Jonesy. Jones, Jonesy. Guys behind being John Malkovich. Remember that movie? Very yes. old, kind of weird. Wasn't it kind of 
weird and kind of creepy. Kind of crazy. Kind of psychedelic, man. So he says, we're leaning into the millennial angst of the property rather than fine-tuning this for kids. It's really a play for adults. Not that it's R-rated, but it'll focus on some of the trials and tribulations of being 30-something. Growing up with Barney, just the level of disenchantment within the the generation. It would be so daring of us and really underscore what we're here to make art. We're here. We are here to make art. That's right. Growing Whether up with it's Barney, good or not. I'll tell you what, I thanked I thank the good Lord that Jacob never fell in love with Barney. Oh, my nephew. I don't Jacob know if I could did. have taken it. I oh. just don't know if I could have done it. It was a lot. Yeah. It was much. It was a really good babysitter, but it was a lot. We did the wiggles, we did Sesame Street. I was cool with that. That was good. Well, as you probably heard, Max is rebooting Harry Potter as a series. So the natural question is, you know, will any of the actors from the movies return? And the answer is probably not, at least not in their original roles. Daniel Radcliffe says, it's my understanding that they're trying to very much start fresh. And I'm sure whoever is making them will want to make their own mark on it and probably not want to have to figure out how to get old Harry to cameo in somewhere. So I'm, I'm definitely not seeking it out in any way. Um, and he says, you know, I'm very excited to have that torch passed, but I don't, I don't think it needs me to physically pass it. Yeah. How old is Daniel Radcliffe now? <laughs> He's like in his 50s or He's something. He's got to be close. No, I don't know. He's into his thirties, isn't he? In, is he? He's in his thirties, I think. I'm guessing it have to be. Maybe he's around thirty. Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Oh, he's getting ready to have a birthday, so he's almost thirty-four. Look at that. Uh, he's hard still to believe. so cute. He though. is pretty cute. When you see those old Harry Potter movies on, like the first and the second one, you're he's like, a little, oh my little god, guy. he's so little. Yeah, yeah. Mm. All right, so a lot of celebrities hitting the Taylor Swift Eras tour. I mean, we haven't been on the air since the since the concerts. Uh, since well, except for Saturday, live the live broadcast. We did that, but that didn't sound like a bleep show at all. No. <laughs> well, we can promise you it was. Yeah, um, but in a good way. But the reviews. I mean, I have not heard one person say anything negative about the event, the experience, the show. Same. All the reviews just rave. Anybody yes. heard anything negative? No, no, no. And I mean, and even like the downtown people that were going to the other sporting events it felt like no one was saying anything horrible at all yeah yep it was great i loved being a part of every minute of it yep yep so if you missed the tour here it does go through august of 2024 so there are a lot of shows the north american leg does wind up this august but there's a whole nother year i mean if you want to get really crazy there are, isn't it true that there are a lot of countries where they only sell tickets first? Like you cannot resell a ticket. So all the sick for above. There's no second hand. There's, there's no second hand. Yeah, they can't. There's regulations that cap the price. Right. Oh. Yeah. So it might be cheaper to buy a flight to go to Paris see to in, see. In Europe. Yeah, to see Taylor Swift than it would be to, you know, our, go to Chicago. Our buddy Jay, who's a big uh, try to find cheap air. Yeah, planes kind of guy. He's a pro. He found two flights to or two seats to Rio de Janeiro to see Taylor. Three nights hotel, 
round trip airfare, and it was less than a ticket here. Wow. Oh, wow. Isn't that well, crazy? Because even some of the nosebleed seats here were still going, like at the time of show, we're still going for like 1300 after the show had started. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. All right. So, who are some of the celebrities that have gone so far to see? Her. Well, Billboard put together a list, and here are some of them. Emma Stone, Selena Gomez, Emma Watson, Ethan Hawke, Billy Joel, Reese Witherspoon, Blake Lively, Lena Dunham, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicole Kidman, and Keith Urban. Checked her out. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Aaron Rodgers has been Miles Teller, Paul Rudd, Drew Barrymore, Bradley Cooper, Flavor Flav. And, of course, we saw Millie Bobby Brown and Jake Bongiova here. Yes, Tony here Collette town. was here, too. There were people, so I'm in. So I'm in a Swifties uh, Facebook group page. Yeah, and so now they've changed the name of it. It was like the Cincinnati Eras Tour or something. Now it's just called Iconic Swifties. Um, and so they were posting pictures of who all were the celebrities at the show. And so people have been posting pictures of all the people they've seen there, uh, including the guy from the Nationals, Adam. I forget his last name. Um, but she was there. And then I guess a lot of like Taylor Swift's mom's friends who hardcore Swifties know were taking pictures with like all of these women. Oh, that's funny. Because there's like a little VIP yeah. tent in the back where they all sit. I always think it's cool when you got someone like Billy Joel or Coming to your Flav concert. Flav. That would be weird know, to be on stage and have. You wouldn't expect to. Right. And see be, them there. Yeah. Well, the Eras Tour is on its way to become the highest grossing of all time. I mean, it's on track to rake in more than a billion dollars, which would set a new record. Wow. And if you kind of want to put that into perspective, for reference, Elton John currently holds the record with $887 million for his Farewell Yellow Brick Road Tour. That's crazy. So she's she's selling more tickets and making more money than Elton John. Look at her. I know. All right. Yeah, it was a great, great article in the Wall Street Journal. I'll have to forward it to you guys about how to succeed in business like Taylor Swift. And it's really interesting, really revealing about the way she conducts yeah. her business. Yeah. All right, we got to take a quick break. Uh, we got more e-news coming up, including why Adele is threatening to effing kill people. <laughs> uh, that's all straight ahead next. But first, let's check the roads. Here's Steve. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, boy. Remember summer vacations with your folks? Did anybody get the concept behind that? We did not get along together in a five-bedroom house. Dad's idea was to put all of us in a car. And drive through the desert in the hottest time of the year. Good call, Dad. Let's confront our tensions. Remember that was stressful. They weren't fun. We weren't vacating. It wasn't leisure. We're going to get up at 2 a.m. I won't be on the road by 2.05. We don't have time to stop at restrooms. We're passing Dixie Cups around the car. We're going to drive for 14-hour stretches in no direction whatsoever. The sun will always be shining through your window, Bill. Figure that out. I have seen the sun take turns with our car before to beam through my window. I'm in the back seat like an ant under a magnifying glass. 
Dad, turn the air conditioning on, please. Nope, it eats up gas. Then, Dad, you take my college money and you turn that damn AC on, buddy. Uh, Weather-wise, not too bad. Sunshine, slight chance of an isolated shower, and a high near 90. Right now, 69 at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, movieweb.com put together a list of the 25 funniest movies ever made. Would you like to hear the top 10 and see if you agree? Sure. All right, number 10. His Girl Friday from 1940. Never seen it. Oh, Oh, unfamiliar. But if it's really funny... We, uh, I should maybe put that we on should. the list. It might I thought be really you would be a maybe. I mean, I've heard of it, His Girl Friday. But... I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. All right, number nine, Dr. Strangelove. That's 1964. Why? These yeah. movies are of I've all time. I have seen that either. All right, this is a little more current. Super bad. Peter Sellers was in it. Oh, super bad. Yeah, with McLovin, that's right? That's 207. Yeah, yeah that's 2007. Good. Anchorman. Oh, oh that was great. Guys, yeah. that was in 04. Yeah, yeah that movie is 19 years old. Can you believe that? Yeah, but they've done more than just that one. I wasn't you know, old enough since. to walk, I don't think. I know, That's barely. Great. How fun. Just graduated high school. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Young Frankenstein, 1974. Frankenstein. <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail, 1975. Never understood I that. never did either, but I think I need to go back and watch. Maybe I could, you know, let me just check in for 5, 10, 15 so minutes to see Tim if Tim quotes it, from it every now and then. There's yeah. a lot of historical satire in it. Yeah. And that's what you enjoy because you're kind of a bit of a history buff. I will say when I watched it in high school, I laughed my butt off when I watched it as an adult. It moves a little slower. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't hold the, uh, the memories of its greatness. (laughs) But doesn't stand the test of time for you. (laughs) But there are a lot of really funny moments in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about the princess bride from 1987? I love that. movie. That is a great movie. Yeah. Dazed and Confused, 1993. All right, all right, all right. Some yeah. Like It Hot at 1959. Oh, that was cute. That's uh, Marilyn Monroe, correct? Yeah, with Jack Lemmon and Tony Curtis. Yeah. It's very cute. It's funny. It's lighthearted. And the number one of all time, funniest movie of all time from 1993, Groundhog Day. We almost watched that this weekend. That was great. We oh watched God, Uncle what's... Buck instead. So That's the most recent. So there is not in the top ten. There hasn't been a really funny movie <laughs> or funny enough to crack the top ten since really two thousand seven. I brought up what about Bob? I thought that was funny. I think Richard Dreyfuss and Bill on. Murray. That yeah. is funny. What about like The Hangover? It's I think on the that's list. One of the funniest movies yeah. I've ever seen. Bridesmaids. Seri- oh, Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids yeah, is on the list. Oh, hilarious movie. More Airplane. Yep. Oh yeah. Airplane is on the list. Blazing Saddles. Oh, Friday. <laughs> Pearl, like, yeah, I, I know, know, right? Oh, Friday? Uh-huh. Yeah, like Friday with what's his name in it? Um, Ice tea. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dumb Step and Brothers, Borat, Animal House. Step Brothers. Other ones on the list. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So that is our We Were Wondering question today. If you would like to weigh in on what you think the funniest movie of all time is, is it on the Q102 Facebook page or uh, Jeff, and Jeff and Jen, Jen Facebook page? There you page. go. Oh. Who is your perfect guy? Well, first of all, he's too humble to know he's perfect. That's me. He's got a good body, but he doesn't have to look in the mirror every two minutes. I have a great body, and sometimes I go months without looking. <sighs> he's kind, sensitive, and gentle. He's not afraid to cry in front of me. This is a man we're talking about, right? 
Oh, and he plays an instrument, and he loves his mother. I am really close on this one. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> that was Bill Murray and Andy McDowell in Groundhog Day. Oh. That was a scene. That's so funny. I haven't so seen funny. that movie yep. in so long. All right. That whole throwing things on stage during a concert fad that seems to be happening time and time again, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, people are about to ruin It's bad enough that they won't give you a bottled water with the lid still on it because right. they're afraid you're going to throw it on stage from, you know, the balcony. Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I, I forget... Uh, the artist who got hit in the head and they arrested the guy and they asked him why he did it. And he said, oh, I just thought it'd be funny. Yeah. And she ended up with a huge gash. Right. And stitches. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. And she just came came out over the weekend. She returned to the stage and came out wearing goggles. (laughs) (laughs) She had to have stitches, though. Oh, yeah. Above her eye. It was bad. Yeah. So, you know, it's like these copycat things. And now everybody's doing it. And Adele, during one of her recent residency gigs in Vegas, told the crowd, have you you noticed how people are, like, forgetting effing show etiquette at the moment? Like, people just throwing stuff on stage. Have you seen this? Mm. And then she said, I effing dare you. I dare you to throw something at me. I will effing kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they need to be on stage worrying about being pegged in the head with something. The irony was that she said this while holding a T-shirt gun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She does do that. Which she then proceeded Uh. to fire into the audience, which she obviously got a big laugh out of that. But, yeah, those are a fun toy. We should get those. For, like, parades or for what? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, why not? Parades? Nothing like mall appearances? Smart, because, you know, that's what you want people diving for. understand the nitro. Yeah, all right. Well, and you know what? You have to get, when I worked for the Reds Rally Pack, we had to do like an actual training and then sign off on the actual training. They had Mm. to teach us how to work it. And then we had to sign off on the fact that we were, we knew how, essentially. Well, I just, it's just so funny. So I'm looking at footage of the Reds in D.C. They played the Nationals over the weekend. And uh, my stepdaughter and son-in-law work in, work and live in D.C., and they were sending us pictures over the weekend, and they were at bars watching the Reds. We're like, why aren't you at the game? They're like, yeah, nobody goes to the game. They're not kidding. That stadium was empty. Yeah. Which, after watching our Reds win and seeing Great American Ballpark so packed lately, it's amazing how quickly you get used to that. Yeah. And then seeing the Reds win, and no one is there. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, behind home plate. There were all these. Open seats. Directly behind home plate. Wow. Which well, I get there was other stuff going on, but still. But still. Anyway, I digress. Okay. <laughs> A little off track. All right. So this Kevin Costner divorce. Yes. He has now given his wife until July 13th to vacate the $145 million estate that she is currently living in. The legal well, agreement, leave, right? she refuses to leave, and you it is in the it prenup. Ugly. I know. It was in the prenup that if they were divorced... She would have to vacate the the home within 30 days. It's now been over two months. She refuses to leave. She says it's their children's home. It's the only home they've ever known. And God, that's why that she's going to stay there. And uh, also part of the agreement is he would purchase her a $1.2 million home somewhere. Um, 
But that was part of the prenup. And she just is not doing she it. She is digging mm. in. And she is not going to go. Man. Well, he has to evict her, right? Isn't that kind of that's what pretty he has much? To I mean, now? he has filed a motion or there is paperwork. There is, she is to be out. By the 13th of July. So $145 million property. I've not lived through this experience uh. with children, but I once upon a time had an ex who, as we were splitting up and trying to detangle our assets, yes, decided that she wanted to stay. I, I, was thinking, oh, we're going to sell the house. Sure. And we will split the, split the proceeds. Uh-huh. No. She wanted to live. She wanted to keep and live in this house. Yeah. That was monstrous. I mean, it was big for two people, it let was. alone for one person. Right. It's beautiful, though. But she was just digging her heels in, man. Mm-hmm. She just absolutely insisted that, yeah. that, okay. So, I mean, we can work out whatever, but... What's the, I mean, is this really about that or is this about spite or something? I mean, mm-hmm. let's be real here. Yeah. That's just a common thing that I see when couples are splitting is that one sticking point over the house. I'm keeping this house. Really? Yeah. Well, I was that person. I'm, ke- I kept the house. I was not, that was, no, that was, no, I wasn't giving up that house. This I wrote was our a, dream yeah, house. Yeah. <laughs> this is all the more reason I don't think I wouldn't think you'd want to live there. Right. Yeah. 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 I get it if I guess if you got kids, but yeah. But also I think like I mean here in our environment, the housing market in Cincinnati is bonkers and it's hard to find anything. Like I have a friend that uh lived on the east side, got divorced, wanted to move to Ross or back to Ross in that area and has been going through absolute hell for months. Well, so she was out maybe trying, what, eight months? Yeah. She's I mean, and she ended up finding Just trying a home, to find somewhere. Just trying to find anywhere to live in Ross. Just it's such a hot little zip code over there for some reason. But um she ended up having to like find somebody that knew somebody that was like rehabbing a house and it didn't hit the market ever. Yep. So it was like she had to know somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody to look to even look for a house. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I get it. If if you have had kids and they have known no other home and they're comfortable and they're used to it, they want to stay there. Yeah. And it's financially practical, then sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, especially you, like in California, could you imagine trying to leave and find a home or something within your means. How do you go from $145 million property to a $1.2 million property? Can you imagine Andy what, how manager. dinky, how dinky that probably is? Must feel to you. Well, probably just it. I mean, a $1.2 million property in California is like a what? Postage a $400,000 house here, if that. Yeah, or like maybe a one-bedroom apartment Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, the real estate out there is nuts. Just watch Selling Sunset. Yeah. Depends on the neighborhood you're in, I guess. Yeah. Got to go to the valley. All right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's yeah. what Chriselle told me. It's a lot hotter. <laughs> there. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I am not sweating my ass off in that valley so that you don't have to pay me what you owe me. <laughs> All right. Anything else on the e-news front? No, that's it. Leave it there for now. More for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, 
we are going to set you up with two tickets to Coney Island. Yeah, how exciting is that? Balloon Glow goes on until when? It, it was last night, or the third. I'm sorry, it was the third. I believe okay. that's finished. So yeah, that's over. You just get to go be a part of the pool, considering it's going to feel like 95 in the shade today. Got to get it. All right. That's all straight ahead next. But first, to check the roads, we got Stephen in for Denise with your latest Q102 traffic. What do the roads look like? Candy. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I am doing good. Excellent. Awesome. I got your headlines here. You picked the real one. You are going to Coney Island. Okie dokie. Sure. Sounds all right. fun. So here we go. Is the real one A. A woman got a DUI after showing up drunk to a job interview with the cops. Is it B, man shows up for job interview at PetSmart without pants? Or C, guy interviewing for job at Sober Living Center shows up with a joint hanging out of his mouth? I'm going to go with A. You're right. All right. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah, so here's the story. A 39-year-old woman in Indiana was looking into getting a job at her local sheriff's department, and her interview was last Thursday morning. But instead of a job... They ended up giving her a DUI. The interview was scheduled for 8.45 in the morning. 8.45 a.m. She rolls in, and they could immediately tell she was drunk. So do you think it was leftover from the night before, or do you think she got up and tossed a couple back? Oh, God. I Wow. I know. I mean, mimosas, okay. But even like mimosas, I don't think I could do that before 10. Yeah. I don't know if I could. Start drinking at I don't know. seven a.m. Uh, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna no, err on minute. the side of she was still drunk from last night. When I worked overnight, so when I'd get off at six a.m. Oh boy! Sometimes I would party. <laughs> yes, but well, okay. At so thirty nine, she- <laughs> were you still doing that? I don't know. No, no, but I wasn't working those hours. Her speech was slurred. Her breath smelled like alcohol. So they did a breathalyzer on her and. Oh, my goodness, she was twice the legal limit. <laughs> and, of course, like an idiot, she had driven herself there. She eventually admitted that she'd been drinking that morning. So they wow. arrested her for operating a vehicle while intoxicated and locked her up on $1,500 bond. Wow. Yeah. That's a problem. That's a problem. Yep. Okay. Weather-wise, got sunny skies throughout most of the day. There is a slight chance of an isolated shower, maybe even a thunderstorm. We'll see a high around 90. And let's see. We are looking at 69 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Hey, what's up, Jeff and Jen? It is Tim and Fritch, and we are out in our Q102 Bronco. We are doing a special delivery today. Still a little bit of a Taylor Swift hangover. Yes, but I'm telling you what, I am going to go see this show, too. It's the Bourbon and Beyond Festival happening in Louisville, September 14th through the 17th. Bruno Mars is going to be there, Tim. What's your favorite Bruno song? Uh, Treasure. Ooh, I like 24 Karat Magic. I also like all the slow stuff. No. Well, you know, I know it kind of gets you in the mood a little bit. Yeah, but there's so many great other artists that are going to be there. Hosier, The Killers. This is all a part of our Listener Appreciation Grand Prize. Tim and I are on Madison right now, heading, I think, east-ish? East-ish, yeah. Yeah, east-ish. But we also have our $1,000 Furniture Fair gift card, 500 bucks to Burns Garden Center. We also have $500 in Kroger to buy grill products from my favorite Queen City Sausage, $500 to Genesis Diamonds and $500 to Mitchell's Salon and Day 
Spa. Can you believe it? It's all right here, and we are headed out to award the grand prize today. Special delivery. If there's two random people on your porch banging this morning, I'm banging on the door. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's us. We go separate ways, so it won't be us together, if you know what I mean. But we're all going to be <laughs> out and so about. Well, <laughs> look for us, and um, let's just head it back to you, Jeff yep. and Jen. <laughs> Another rush hour road trip. Success right here. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sunshine today. There's a slight, slight chance of a shower, maybe a thunderstorm later. Uh, we are going to see a high of 90. You feel humid out there? It does look a little, little tiny bit hazy, not as bad as it's been. I didn't notice in my 20-step walk into the building this morning. With the fires. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, just driving around, though, it did, even at night, you know, as that sky starts to light up, it did seem a little bit hazy. Yeah. But certainly not as bad as it was when uh, the, all that smoke oh, was, that was so bad. headed down in our area. So Fritch brought up something. I know we got Faker for Real, and we'll get to it here shortly, but she brought up something. She and Tim stepped out, and I'll explain why here in a minute. But she brought up something that she saw on Channel 5 this morning, and that is how people are discovering that their air filters mm-hmm. are dirtier than usual. Like, like black. More so Ooh. than usual when they change them out. Now, some people forget to change them out. I understand. Maybe maybe it's not quite at the very top of your priority list. <laughs> I used to get a monthly text from my heat AC guy on the first of the month. Change your filter today, Jed. Yeah, I mean, we're bad nice at for that, Yeah, too. well, I'm, yeah. Um, but I also have to change them out on my CPAP because I sleep with a CPAP. And usually it, it's still as white as it was. It's usually not an issue. Yeah. Last night I changed it out and I made the mental note, wow, that's, it wasn't that long ago that I changed it. Yeah. That explains it. That there must be go. why. I know. See, now I'm going to go home today and try to change mine. So Mine's not curious. easy to change. No, ours isn't either. It's like uh, this whole big maneuver, and it's just so dumb. I do not understand at all why they made it like that. Right. It should be an easy it's pop a in and system. pop out. you got a newer system, too. It's a geothermal system. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I don't understand. I don't get it. Well, I'll be curious to get some feedback from folks who, when you, when you do change it out, yeah, is it, see is I'll it take blacker, a is it dirtier than yeah. it normally is when you change it out? I'll take a look. I'll have a look-see. Factoring in the amount of time that passed probably since mm-hmm. you last changed mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, we'll see a high around 90 today. Right now, it is 69 at Q102. Now, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you guess real headline, we're sending you to Coney Island. Very nice. So here we go. Which one's real? Is it A? A woman got a DUI after showing up drunk to a job interview with the cops. Is it B? A man shows up for job interview at PetSmart without pants. Or C? Guy interviewing for job at Sober Living Center shows up with a joint hanging out of his mouth. 513-749-2320. Caller 20 gets a guess. Good luck. 18 after 7. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Why, if you are over the age of 18, you should never, ever put ketchup on hot dogs. And would you rather be the funny one or be with someone who's funny? Oh, interesting. It is Wednesday, the 5th of July of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen. 
And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, uh, welcome back. Hope you had a fun and safe 4th of July this year. One guy in Jen's home state of Illinois definitely did not. What'd he do? Here is a quick roundup of 4th of July stories we're seeing out there. We got the 58-year-old guy in Cary, Illinois, who was seriously injured by a quote-unquote commercially raided firework. Oh, so Not he, the stuff the civilians buy. Right. He got the real deal. He got his hands on some serious explosives. Oh, okay. He was setting them off outside, <laughs> and I guess he thought one of them was a dud. And it wasn't. So he stared down the tube to get a look at it to see what was up, and that's when it went off. That ain't good. And it hit him right in the face. Oh, God. Is he alive? Uh, he was in and out of consciousness on his way to the hospital and was in critical <sighs> condition when he arrived. That's, that's the scary. last we've heard. You don't do It's just dumb. No. Uh, Meanwhile, a town in northern Michigan was planning a big fireworks display over a lake. But before the show, the platform they were on collapsed and fell into the water. That's not good either. No, they had to cancel that whole thing at the last minute. Four apartment units in central Florida were damaged in a fire after a seven-year-old got a hold of some fireworks Uh and set them off inside. Yeah, his parents had left him home alone. Luckily, no one was hurt. Remember that discussion we had recently? Would you would you leave your fort? What was it? Fourteen year old home alone? I thirteen. Yeah, I think it was thirteen. But yeah, or was it thirteen? Twelve or thirteen? Yeah. No, this was a seven year old. Yeah, yeah, that's no. Uh, The gas station chain sheets for when you're taking those long drives and you got to pull in and take a sheets. <laughs> they had long lines yesterday after dropping the price of its gas to under 2 bucks in honor of America's birthday in 1776, so oh they changed God. their prices to $1.77. Wow. Approximately. That's huge. Yeah. I bet they sold a lot of gas. And do you know what we were celebrating yesterday, Jen? What were we celebrating? Someone quizzed 2000 Americans and just 59% had the right answer. Really? That's it? Yes. Uh, the signing of the Declaration of Independence is the correct answer. Another 22% were close, though. They chose the establishment of the U.S. as an independent nation, which is almost correct. Close. But it's really the signing of the Declaration of Independence that took place on July 4th, and that's why we recognize I, I'm always tickled with the wrong answers. Like, what did they Oh, it commemorates you know, the first fireworks display yeah, we ever exactly. did in the U.S. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. The invention of fireworks. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> Please. Who doesn't know that? <laughs> a separate poll found that a third of us can't even spell the word independence. What, Jen and I, this morning, we were... <laughs> We're fighting over how to spell surprise. I know, because I wrote I wrote the word surprising, and I looked at it, and I'm like, S-U-R-P-R-I-S-I-N, and that R-P-R in a row like that looked weird. It looked funny. And so I was, like, second-guessing it. It's like, I know there's an R before the P and one after, but is it 
surprise or is it surprise? And I'm like, who says surprise? I know, and he's over here laughing at me like I'm some <laughs> kind of idiot putting an R before the P, but then he goes and checks, and he's like, God, everybody knows it's oh. surprise. <laughs> who says surprise? Now, every time I say surprise, they're going to be like, were you surprised? <laughs> Emphasize that R. Yeah, get it in there. Yeah, no, 58% correctly identified the country we gained our independence from, which was Great Britain. However, 11% said Native Americans. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. And the spelling of independence, i that's when I actually always get right because it's all E's. Correct. There's an, it's I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-C-E. -E -E. That is There's correct. There's no, like, it's not A-N-C-E. It's all E's. Yeah. Nothing but E's. Uh, you know, my buddy Brian, who lives in London, yeah. he's British, yeah. and uh, he texted me this yesterday. Happy Treason Day, ungrateful colonials. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. It's a, it's a picture of the British flag. <laughs> And How do they says. feel about us in that regard? Well, uh, they're polite enough to wish us a happy treason day, <laughs> you ungrateful colonials. Yeah. So That's I kind of that funny. Was, I never thought about it from their I perspective. I actually had two people from out of the country uh, who I, you know, chat with every now and then send a little thing like happy 4th of July or happy Independence Day. Uh -huh. I thought that was nice. Uh, Studyfinds.com ranked America's most patriotic sites. Gallup, New Mexico, near the Arizona border, took the top spot. Really? What's patriotic about that? I don't know. I've never, never visited never been? Gallup, New Mexico. You should put it on your list because you're a patriotic guy. You get a little, you know, get a little stars and stripes. Very you, emotional. You get a little verklempt. I get caught up in patriotic yeah. waves every now and then, mm -hmm. uh, depending. But the rest of the top five are Philadelphia. Well, of course. Mm -hmm. Duh, they got that bell thing there. I live and breathe in Philadelphia Freedom, also Boston, uh, Bristol, Rhode Island, and St. Louis. I know less about the patriotic significance of Bristol, Rhode Island, St. Louis, and Gallup, New Mexico. So I need huh. to do some research on that. Yeah. And in a poll on the American flag, 21% of Americans say that they display one at home every single day. We tend to break it out for the holidays. Do you? Yeah. The 4th of July Memorial yeah. Day. We have a few that we like Veterans to decorate Day. the front porch with. Mm -hmm. And then there's someone in our neighborhood who uh, has taken upon themselves to stick a little American flag by each post, uh, what do you call it, mailbox. Oh, that's nice. And then they collect them when they do it every, every year. Veterans Day, Memorial Day, But you've never Day. caught them. You don't know who it is. I have no idea who it is. Wow. No. And a couple of people were riding by on their bikes, and they saw that one of them was a little bit... Keeled over a bit? Yep, and they were patriotic enough to correct that. That was nice. Yeah. So, hope you had a happy and safe 4th of July. Did you have a hot dog over the weekend? You know, I did not. I refer... Well, no, 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 no. Take that back. I had a little pig in a blanket. Does that count? Sure. It's a teeny tiny little hot dog, you know, wrapped in a bun-like substance. Counts. Yeah, all right. That counts. I'll take it. If you put ketchup on your hot dogs yesterday or at any point over the weekend, the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council would like a word with you. I always put ketchup on it. That's my goat. That's my only thing I put on hot dogs. Is that right? Yes, just ketchup. Just Plain ketchup. ketchup. That's it. 
No desire for mustard. None. You don't I'm want not a, a mustard girl. No tang. What about no both? I've tang done both necessary. before. You know, and it all makes sense to me when I when I found out that ketchup has sugar in it. That's uh, why I, you that's know, why that's why you put it on there. Yeah, because I'm a sugar addict. I have a very bad sugar problem. And if I have a little, I want a lot. So it's best for me to just avoid at all costs. Interesting. Yes. Well, the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council is a real thing. Well, of course it is. And it is run by a real president. Mm -hmm. His name is Eric Mittenthal. Hello. I wonder how many hours he has to put in as the president of that. Yeah. Is that a full eight-hour-a-day job? Uh, Yeah, I would think. You get... Dep- yeah, what are, what are his Medical duties? and dental benefits with that, a 401k plan. Right. He was on Fox News doing an interview for the 4th, and he told Fox News that no one over the age of 18 should be putting ketchup on hot dogs. And this is a guy who carries some authority Got on some the weight here. Perhaps the cardinal rule, never, ever put ketchup on a hot dog after the age of 18. We all have to grow up sometime. And besides, legend has it that within the city limits of Chicago, you could be arrested for such an offense. How about that? Yeah, that is not from the interview. That is actually a clip from a video the council put out a few years back reaffirming their stance on the condiment. Uh, <laughs> but he said in the interview with Fox, if you can vote... It's time then for your taste buds to vote for a hot dog without ketchup. That's so funny. He said the sweetness, contrary to how Jen feels, the sweetness is just not the ideal match. Well, in my world, it is. He suggested mustard, onions, and or sauerkraut instead. Sauer- I can't handle sauerkraut. I'm not a big fan of that either. I know Tim I'm not even it. sure what Fritz sauerkraut is. I mean, is it... What is it? It's isn't it just fermented radish or cabbage? I, some I think so. I don't even know. This isn't the first time he's taken a stance. Back in 2021, he said any hot dog is delicious except for hot dogs with ketchup. Boy, they're wow. really adamant you know, about not. I know, and I, you know, for me, for hot dogs being such a big part of cookouts that happen on holidays that celebrate being an American. Where we have the freedom to choose. Yes. And you are judging the way that I choose to eat my hot dog. You know? Yeah. I take issue with that. You are an independent thinker. I am an independent woman, an independent thinker, an independent eater. And you would like the the, the free choice. Yes. You have the free will. You would like to exercise your rights. Yes. As an American. Yes. To be independent of the rule of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. I mean, how dare he? Really? How dare you, sir? How dare you, sir? That's right. Uh, Paul for the fourth asked people what's better on a hot dog, ketchup or mustard? 33% said mustard, but a surprising 25% said ketchup. I'm not alone. I'm one in four. 32%. And I would fall into that category. You're a one in three. Like both equally. Mm-hmm. Um, but lately, I have only been putting mustard on my... Do you have a specific dog. mustard? Is there... Do, do you have a... Because fa- I feel like there is a wide variety of mustards out there. Yeah. I like I like Gouldens. Yeah. And I also like just your basic French's yellow mustard. Yep. I like the way it looks. I like that little thin... 
line like that it makes. I like to do the, the squid. You're decorative. Oh, yeah, I like to get yeah. decorative with it. I like it. Uh, what else? What else? What else? It also asks the old age question, is a hot dog a sandwich? Well, it is. A, it is mm, some hot dogs are actual meat, and they are in between bread. They're in the middle of bread. Is it in between bread, or is it tucked into tucked. the bread? Well, I don't know. There are what it are pitas deck technically they're like a pocket. Are those considered sandwiches? Because if those are considered sandwiches, everything is shoved into a little, you know, pocket like structure like a bun. I would argue it's a pita pocket. <laughs> so is that a sandwich or no? I would say no. Because if it is not, then a hot dog probably is not either. But well, if it is forty one percent of Americans say it is a that it is, it a, is sandwich. a sandwich. Yeah. All right, seven thirty-one. We got to take a quick break. I don't know if you heard the story over the weekend about those folks who got stuck upside oh down. God, I could imagine on a roller coaster for three oh my hours. God, thinking that can't be good for the human body. No, to have all the blood rushing to your head I don't like care that. How old? And think about ah. that. Like, if you're a true roller coaster enthusiast, yeah, and then that happens, yeah, boy, have you got a story to brag about? True. So we got that story coming up. Plus, would you rather be the funny one? Or be with someone who's funny. Mm. Talking about relationships mm-hmm. here as we continue. Next, plus we'll check back in with Tim and Fritch. who are awarding the big listener appreciation grand prize. But first, we check traffic. From the east side to the west side and all around 275, Tim and I are still looking for our winner. So to, so to catch you up, we drove to Mount Carmel where we visited our winner's home. We talked to the neighbors who said, they don't get up early. Yes. They're definitely still sleeping. Not the case. Uh, they're at work. Yeah, so we called and it turns out we are now headed to Sharonville. We're going to make a little pop by Dayton Car Care. Because that also is in Sharonville. If you know, you know. That's right. So we're headed out. Uh, we're on 275. Tim is making the most of this speedy little Q102 Bronco. I am belted in the front seat. And we're keeping a positive two to kick off our Wednesday. Yeah, we're passing uh, Eastgate Mall right now. 275 up or on top. Coming into Milford. Smooth, smooth sailing. And this is Tim with traffic. <laughs> uh, our next report, hopefully, we'll uh, have our grand prize winner for you for listener appreciation month. But uh, for now, we're cruising on 275 uh, over the speed limit, and we'll talk to you on the flippy. Bye. That Bronco is pretty sweet. It is. And, it's uh, cool. A little roomier than those little what we've had in the past minivans they've yeah. been driving around before. Uh, okay, luckily, it sounds like no one was seriously injured here. And no word yet on how many of them are still probably puking at this point. <laughs> but eight poor people in Wisconsin got stuck upside down on a roller coaster for over three hours. I just can't even. I, if it were me, I can't imagine. If it were my kid that was stuck up there and uh, I was on the floor, I was on the ground looking up at that. Oh, my God. I think that would send Mama Bear just... I think I would I would lose my mind in that moment. This lawsuit's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. It happened at a county fair on Sunday in Crandon, Wisconsin, about 100 miles north of Green Bay. 
The ride is called the Fireball. <laughs> and it's like a roller coaster, uh-huh. except it's just one big loop. Why would you subject yourself to that? That doesn't sound like fun. I don't fun. know. I want to go just around in big circles over and over and, and over that's again. That's normally, well, yeah, you just go around and around, over and over. <sighs> and unfortunately, <sighs> the ride stopped on one of those loops. So everyone on it was hanging, just left hanging there upside down. And seven of the eight people on board were children. Like, I would be terrified enough, but just that that my little kid who I'm hoping and praying this belt holds for the entire time we're up here. All we know is that there was a mechanical failure with the ride uh, where it became stuck up in the upright position. Uh, the ride was recently inspected by the state of Wisconsin here on site, and at this time we don't have any other information. Families are being reunited with people as they come down off of the ride. Um, from the rescuers, and everybody seems to be doing as best as they can given the circumstances. Yeah. Took over Horrible. three hours it took him to get I them all down. There has to be some physiological effect to that, though, to be upside down for that long and have all the... Because, you know, I... Oh, yeah. I, I, did you ever see the video of the upside down thing that I bought? The exercise... This the exercise... I think so. <laughs> This exercise little piece of equipment that is designed for you to go upside down because there are a lot of health benefits to going upside down. And so, yeah, you kind of, there's a big hole for your head and there's a cushion for your shoulders and you just kind of put your head in the hole and kick your feet up and you're upside down. Right. Now I can stay upside down for a couple of minutes and I can feel all of the blood rushing and all of these benefits that yeah. you're supposed to experience. But I can't imagine staying up that way for three hours. I mean, there no. has to be some residual effect that could potentially cause some serious damage. You would think. And I, I don't would. I don't know the definitive answer to that, but can you imagine all that blood draining out of your head when you're finally upright? Well, you're gonna be so dizzy <laughs> and disoriented. Out, and yeah. Well, and what's scary is I mean, when they get you do we have video of when they finally came back down? Did that thing come rushing down oh, at God, a super high not. speed? Are they flip you know, or did they get flipped upright really fast or are they able to control how the, the roller coaster came out of the loop. I, I haven't seen that, and I don't know the answer Oof. to your question. But I did hear the fire captain say the ride recently passed an inspection, but that there was obviously some sort of mechanical failure that either the inspector missed or had taken place after the fact. So I, I, I do not know. Mm. I don't know. Okay, here's an either-or relationship question. I love questions like this because I don't really, I've been thinking about this and I haven't come up with a definitive answer for myself on this. Okay. Would you rather be the funny one in the relationship or would you rather be someone who makes you laugh? Okay, I want to be both. Well, sure, ideally. And that's what I love about being with Chris is she's hilarious. Yeah. I find her very funny. Yeah. But well, we I hope also you would. make each other laugh. I would hope that you would. I mean, I think, isn't that the ideal relationship where you make each other laugh, that you have 
a similar sense of humor, and so yes. you appreciate. And we know what the, the triggers things. are, so we know how to get each other yeah. going. Yeah, we sort of have a shared humor about some things, right? So that's cool. Yeah. Um, but over twelve thousand Americans were asked, "What's more attractive on a date?" Yeah. Someone who makes them laugh, or someone who thinks they're funny. I selfishly enjoy being entertained. <laughs> it takes the pressure off of you. It sure does. Yeah. Wow, you are funny. Right. That's very sexy. It is sexy. I think funny is sexy. I agree. By a four to one margin, most said they would prefer someone who makes them laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Only 14% said being found funny is more attractive to them. Well, you want you want your partner to think you're funny, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you want to have that. I mean, I would want to make my partner laugh. I, you know, and there will I, be times where you really need to make your partner oh, laugh. Oh God, yeah, without a doubt. I'll tell you what, though. I was in a relationship once where <laughs> I was the funny one, and of course you were. They refused to laugh at anything. Like if we were in a group setting, and I, I had the whole table cracking up. Yeah. They would sit there with just this irritated look on their face. Oh. Like, want it, you know, just would not ever participate. So it would make me just not want to engage with other people. It's like, okay, I have this very funny thought, but I'm not going to say it because if people start laughing, then he's going to act all, uh Right. And that takes all the fun out of it. So why even bother? Well- well, was he the butt of his joke? I mean, that might have had a little something to do with it. <laughs> Not always. Oh. <laughs> Not always. It didn't matter, you know, but he was also somebody you couldn't. He was very unpredictable. Like one day you could poke around with him and, and have some fun with him. Yeah. And the next day, no. Oh, he didn't have a and it would be it. And it would be the on the exact same topic. Oh, really? On the exact same thing. Just, well, you found this funny yesterday. It, yesterday you thought this was hilarious. Well, all but of a now, sudden you're precious now? Yes, now and you and and you're pissed. Right. So that was not easy. Yeah. Yeah, only 14% said being found funny is more attractive. 56% said someone who makes you laugh, though, is. Because yeah. I I'd be very bored with somebody who'd never made me laugh. I would never end up in a relationship with somebody that didn't make me laugh. It would have to be really amazing in the bedroom. Because laughter, well, no, not even that. No? Because uh, when I come up with my list of values of things that I really value in life, things that are really important to me in life, well, there you laughter go. is way up there. Okay. You know? No, it is with me, too. <laughs> way up there. Uh, but the other 16%, because, I mean, I've known guys who who went for women who, well, she's obviously not funny, <laughs> but she sure is stunning to look at and uh she's very talented Put she's it got that some way. skills yeah so, so I, it's, so it's about some, what you value so it's there were guys who were willing to overlook the fact that she's not the funniest person to hang out with i don't have a good time with her you know when she's got her clothes on but hey right yeah uh so yeah around one out of six people do not think a sense of humor is an attract is an attractive trait in general. This is funny. One out of six people don't think a sense of humor is an attractive trait in general. It, what's funny is senior citizens, especially, don't have time for jokes. 
Wow. Because about a third of people over the age of 65 or older gave humor a thumbs down. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I don't have time for your tomfoolery. That's right, and I'm not having other people paying attention to you instead of paying attention to me. Right. You don't need to be the center all the time. Yeah. One last stat, and it's not that surprising. It's not that surprising. There you go. Men <laughs> were twice as likely as women <laughs> to say. They need to be the funny one. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's That's somehow so attached to their masculinity and how they define themselves and I wish I so wish first was here for this discussion. She she's out on assignment and we will hear from her in just a few minutes. But when we talk about this very topic, she mm-hmm. will insist that she is the funnier one in the relationship. <laughs> well, she comes right out and says that she's the funniest person she knows. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Four surprising health benefits of whiskey. There you go. We'll have to get to that. What a next. lovely story. But first, we have to take a quick break. <laughs> and Stephen is in for Denise with your latest traffic. If you go on a date that you thought was a home run and then you get blown off, that's what Second Date Update is all about. We're going to try to help out Allison today. Hi, Allison. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jeff and Jen's second date update. Let's start from the beginning. How how did you meet Jason, and how did that first date go? Uh, um, well, first, I just want to say that I've been ghosted before. Okay. Um, more than once, but this is the first time I've considered calling you guys about it. Um, because, honestly, it's kind of your fault. It's our it's fault. It's our fault. Yeah. I met him at the Jonas Brothers concert, and he and I had both won tickets from you guys, and we sat right beside ah. each other in row M. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, a lot of our a lot of the tickets that we give away on the air, like usually from the same section, yeah, so that would make together. sense. Yeah. So you're both at the Joe Bro show, and right. then what happened? Well, he was there with his seven year old son, and I was there with my eleven year old daughter, and his son just like thinks Nick Jonas is the coolest guy ever, which is completely adorable. Mm-hmm. Any man that can take his kid to a concert that's full of screaming women and girls is, you know, yeah, that's love right there. I'll tell you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You forget how yeah. loud those concerts are until you go and you leave and you can't hear for a week. Right? Yeah, it's rough. But, um, I immediately started a conversation with him, and I just, I just felt this like really good connection. And so, at the end of the show, I gave him my number, and guys, he texted me as soon as I got home, and we made plans. Ooh, sweet, nice. Yeah, so we had dinner, and it was great. It was like tapas and wine and dessert, and I thought it was the best time. It was so great. I even put the word magical on it. Magical. That's really good. That's quite a compliment. Yeah. So I don't know. We, I thought we clicked. Uh, We are both divorced but haven't really dated. We both have just one child, and we both live in Anderson. Uh, it's magical. <laughs> Don't you be a smart ass. No, I mean it. I mean, you that's great. You know you're being a, a little fun. bit of a smart ass. No, but seriously, we even...
husband have we both have experience in sales and love the outdoors. We prefer tropical vacations, like the whole thing. Like it was, ma- it was magic. You know, it was one of those like I love that too. You know, I'm with you. Yeah, but it was honestly the chemistry that really got me. Because mm. since my divorce, I have to be honest, I can count on one hand maybe how many men I've even noticed, like let alone feel that stir in my stomach. You know. Mm-hmm. So when he took me home and came in, I was pretty much done for. Um, I'm not going to give you any details on that, but uh, I will tell you he left around 2 a.m. Okay. Yeah, and he said he had to go let the dog out, but I thought everything was, like, really great, and he just hasn't called me back now. Okay. And I'm, Hmm. like, devastated, I'll be honest. You're like, damn it. Yeah, I thought this was a good one, you know? I was like, what just happened? Like, are you... And in the t- during the time period that you're not going to discuss, can you just give it an overall, like, Letter grade, grade or rating? A, B, C, D, I'm... or F? <laughs> <laughs> I, would give it, I would give it a nine. Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. good. Was that it like was, an A minus? It was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. That's pretty good. On a 90, 80, 70, 60 scale, yes, that would be true. Hmm. Without a curve. You guys have any questions? And you've got you've reached out to him or Yeah, you know, just text him because he left at two AM, so I thought I would, you know, give him a text, make sure he got home safe. Oh, that's um, nice. Did he at least respond then? No. Oh. Wow, so he really did ghost, like, from the get-go. Did he tell you about a dog he had prior to telling you that he had to leave to let the dog out? Yeah, no, no, he definitely had a dog. He definitely had a dog. That was real. But, like, it was late, you know. Sometimes you get, he probably went home and, you know, got the dog out. And right. That's always a good lie, though, Tam, you're right. Like, if they don't have a dog, they they know they're not going to get caught. Oh, I have to go let my dog out. If you want to see somebody again, yeah. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we take a break here then? When we come back, we'll call Jason and see what he thought of Allison and his official date with her and whether or not there's any chance we can get these two back together again. Coming up next, second date update continues here at Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, Allison met Jason at the Jonas Brothers concert, and they're both fans of Q102 because they won tickets on Q102, so that's something. They're both single parents who took their child to the show. They happen to be seated in the same area, and they hit it off, and they exchange information. They went on a date, and the date went great, and she hasn't heard or seen him since. So we're going to call Jason and see why he just disappeared off the face of the earth like that. Jason. Yes, may I ask who's calling? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How you doing, man? Oh, hey. Hey, just checking in. How was the Jonas Brothers show? It was good, man. I had a good time. Thank you guys for that. No problem, no problem. So listen, we're not actually calling about that. We we have a, another issue of business to discuss with you. Something really fun. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel like I know where this is going. You're a wise, you're a smart man, Jason. You're a smart man. Yeah, I feel like I probably should just kind of go ahead and apologize now. Well, I mean, let's start with uh, some explanation here. I mean, what happened? It sounded like you and Allison had a great date. Yeah, it was going well. 
Uh, I just, I've, oh man, I've always been uncomfortable with the second date update, especially when the guy's on the line and has to be honest here. But uh, you're more uncomfortable I mean, with it when the when the guy is on the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wonder why. I guess I can relate. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll come clean, but I, you know, I, I'll apologize in advance for for spilling personal info. I mean, I have your answer if that's what you're looking for. You got an answer at the ready? I got an answer at the ready, brother. Well, lay it on us. All right. We had a good time. She seems like a very nice lady. It's just I ended up knowing her ex-husband. He's he's an old co-worker. I used to work in tech sales. And when I finally put it together and realized this was her ex-husband, I couldn't get it out of my head because this guy was devastated, man. When they split, I mean, it messed him up bad. Really? Yeah, and I, I heard through the grapevine that she was kind of screwing around with his best friend. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I, I just the morals of that just don't sound kosher in my book. This guy was so beat up over it that he ended up getting fired. He, he literally oh couldn't get himself to come to work. It was that bad. Okay. And I just I felt so bad for the guy, and just the whole situation sounds so screwed up. And just figuring that out, knowing it, I just couldn't really look at her the same, and I I just couldn't date her. Wow. Okay, that's kind of wild. Allison, you hearing all this? I did not see that coming. You know, you could have just been honest with me and maybe given me a chance to explain what happened. Yeah, what did happen, if we may ask? Uh, it's all way too much for the radio and far too personal, I'll be honest. Oh. Um, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> yeah. Never hurts to ask. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I got to draw the line where I, what I talk about publicly. I'll just right. say that I'm just hugely disappointed that he is just passing judgment on hearsay. That's all. You know, I, I don't think it's just hearsay. I, I talked to some people after our date for clarity, and, and I'm sorry. I'm just not interested. So you're denying the allegations, Allison? I just think people should talk to the person directly. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it on the radio. Like I said, like, right. I, it's in the past. It's, But I would be, I if he had asked me straight out about it, I definitely would have been honest with him. You would have had an honest conversation with him about it? Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not going to, you know, air my dirty laundry with and anything about my ex either say anything you know on on the radio okay i'm sorry this always gets confusing when you have not your standard experience in a breakup or a former relationship and how much do you share and when do you share it and we have a lot of second date updates that fall under that umbrella of Mm -hmm. yeah too much too soon or not enough in the beginning you just it's it's a dance right yeah, yeah uh, I, mean, I just don't want her dancing with my best friend, to be honest. So I'm going to have to pass. Okay. Well, Jason, we appreciate you taking the call. And Allison, we appreciate you putting yourself out there to the extent that you did. And we thank you both for coming on Second Date Update. And we sincerely wish you both the best. Best of luck to both right, of you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for Very coming welcome. on. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. All right. So if you need a little help with a second date update, we are here for you. Just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right, checking in with Tim and Fritch next. About to award the listener appreciation grand prize.
We hope. First, on the check <laughs> on the roads, we got Stephen in for Denise with your latest. Hey, Whitney, what's going on? Hey. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. How was your 4th of July weekend? It was awesome. Got to see the parade and fireworks. We had a lot of fun. All nice. Right. Good for you. Did you eat a hot dog at all during the holiday weekend? <laughs> oh, yes. Hot dog, hamburger. We covered all our bases. And did you put ketchup in your hot dog? Oh, absolutely. Good well, for you, you rebel. That's going to cost you. That's right. You don't listen to those people in charge that think they can tell you what you can put on your hot dog. Not in America, sister. That's right. That's right. Did you put anything else on the hot dog besides ketchup or was it just ketchup? Oh, mustard, relish, the whole deal. Oh, yeah, wow. Look up. at you. Yeah. You don't mess around. I'm kind of with you. I like both. Well, you get the vegetables on there. Make it healthy. Right. Yeah, it was healthy. And <laughs> relish. Right. Well, we're going to try to win you $1,000 here. Have you ever played the 1K letter of the day before? I have not. But well, I've listened for a long time, so... Well, so you know how it works. It's pretty simple. You can't use the same answer more than once. Correct. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. So yep. if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just pass as quickly as you can. Yep. We'll answer more questions that way, and we can always come back to it. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. Tell her what her letter is, though. I guess we need that piece of information, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> what is here. it? Got the letter oh, O. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, hey. No? Now? Yep. There's a lot of O words in the world, Chef. Yep. Don't be, you know, putting it out there in the universe nope. that you think this is going to be hard for her. She may, big O might be her letter. <laughs> sure. I, I said nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You can do it. Opal. You can totally do this. I was trying to think of a car. I'm looking at I well I'm looking at all of the Optima. different ones. There are Optima. There you yeah. go. We're back, guys. Yep. Just in case you Hello. were wondering. There you are. Hey. All right. So here we go with the letter O. Name something you put in the yard. Um, pass. A hot dog topping. Onions. Something with sugar. Um, orange pop. A street. Um, Oxford. A car. Optima. Something blue. Um, pass. A vacation spot. Um, Oregon. A job. Uh, optician. A beauty product. Um, pass. Wow! Oh, Olay! Oh, my God. Olay is a beauty product. Something uh, blue. The ocean. You did great. Uh, yeah. One, two, three, yeah. four. Five, six, seven, I counted. You did great. Uh, you did. You got seven. That was fantastic. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, really <laughs> good. Oh, darn it. Oh, did Ozarks. See. Yeah, the Ozarks. Ozarks. Yeah, Ozarks. but Oregon, oh, that's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, Oregon's that, great. Yeah. Yep. Nope, you did good. We had a great good. vacation in Oregon once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a great vacation. We went to Portland, then we spent a little time in the Willamette Valley, which oh, I nice. used to think that was the Willamette Valley, mm-hmm. and we were corrected. They said, no, we locals here call it Willamette, as in, damn it, Willamette. <laughs> That's where all the good Pinot Noir is. Well, what's that city outside of Boston that people, I know I've been there, that is a... Uh, it, that looks like it would be pronounced one way, but it's oh, pronounced Worcester. Stupid. Worcester. Which it is, is not Worcester. It's Worcester. Yeah, and even when they kept telling me it was Worcester, I refused. I refused to say Worcester because that's not how it's spelled. 
Wooster. <laughs> yeah, and then we it's call Worcester. it. We have Wooster Pike, but it's called Wooster Pike, not Wooster Pike. Yeah. Right. English, man. We right. say it's a right way here. Well, I just remember <laughs> Jeff did not want to say Fields Ertel. <laughs> when we moved here, to him, it was Fields Ertel. Yep. By God. And it still is, Dan. And it. our old offices were on Reading Road. I don't care what you say. You know, that's another thing we share, though, with the state of Massachusetts is there is a Reading, Massachusetts. Mm. And it is spelled the same way as Why, why not Road. spell it R-E-D-D-I-N-G if you're going to say Reading? Because we like to make the English language as complicated as we possible. So. Surprise, surprise. On that note, Whitney, yeah. we hope you have a great short week. Hey, enjoy this short work week, yes. Whitney. Thanks, you too. All right, we'll do it again, uh-huh. hopefully sooner than later. All right, thanks for the chance. All right, all take right. it easy. You're welcome. So you guys were all over Dodge. Yeah, Ooh. what the heck happened there? Well, we went to her house, and she wasn't home, and then... Where did she live? You thought you had it easy, because you were just going to Oakley? Yeah. No, no, no it's no. Mount Carmel over, oh, kind of near Eastgate Mall yeah. a little bit. I was but... like, well, that's a stroke of luck. Well, it was only eight miles away, which, of course, is, you know, 25 minutes, and then we had to go from there to Sharonville, because they are just cranking out the mortgages this morning. Very people. active neighborhood, though. There were people all out all Walking, over the place, walking, watering the plants. Having their dogs out. Oh, nice. And they were all oh, yelling at us. They, the they sleep in. They don't get yeah. up early. <laughs> They're definitely sleeping. You know them. <laughs> yep. The truth is they That's get up funny. so early in the morning, they they didn't know they, they were already out. at work. Yes. yes. And Stephanie was so kind and so nice, and she said, I never win anything. She actually didn't even know why we were calling her. She had no idea. Oh, did she, she forget like, that she registered? I think oh, so. Funny. And she was like, sometimes. I just told my boss that you guys called. That's so funny. Yes. So another one in the books. Listener appreciation uh, month uh, over in June. We had a great time. Taylor was awesome. And now Post Malone. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I think we have some fun Post Malone stuff. We do. We're doing a Post Malone tap that track. We're going to start that up in the 9 o'clock hour. So when you hear... A Post Malone song on Q102 today, tomorrow, and Friday. Hurry to the Q102 mobile app or desktop stream player and tap that track to unlock an entry to win two tickets to a sold-out concert this Sunday at Riverbend. How fun is that? Yeah, the more eligible songs you tap, the more entries you unlock. And then after you tap that track, make sure you follow the on-screen instructions to complete your entry. Uh, but the chance at any entry only lasts as long as the song plays. And then once the song ends and leaves the now-playing position in the timeline, your chance is gone. So what I would advise, what if you listen on the app or you listen online, make sure you're not only logged on, but you're... You're logged in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. under your identity. Yep. It should come on and be like, hi, Jeff. Or it says your little name there, and then you'll know that you are right. in. Right. And if it doesn't say, hi, Jeff, or log <laughs> in, or guest, you might want to register if you haven't already and log in. And then we'll kick that off in the 9 o'clock hour, and then we're we're off in Post Malone land, man. Awesome. Yeah. I've been seeing all of his ads for his uh, chicken finger meal he has at Raising Cane's. So I get a lot of that in my um, 
my Facebook feed. It's like he has his own little. You can get like a drink cup there. Yeah, they were play. They, it's in the Canes commercial we play. Yeah. Posty's a big caniac, evidently. Got his music blasting in the mm-hmm. restaurant. Hmm. Yeah. Weather-wise, sunshine today. Slight chance of an isolated shower. Uh, we'll see a high around ninety. And we're up to 72 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Things pretty much cleared up downtown, at least for now. Steven is in for Denise with your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.